eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! All right, a Thursday, uh, about 25 minutes after the Boomer and Carton show wrapped up. Of course, many of you will be listening to this quite later on. Well, really now, because it's live for you. But me and Al did this hours ago. Oh, hours. Uh, Hours ago. Anyway, um, so let's start with real football, because sometimes we do nonsense, which I kind of like, to be honest with you. I get away from, from sports, which is good. This one, though, you know, it's weird. When I first heard DeMarco Murray might not be coming back to the Cowboys. I said, well, you know what? They got Lance Dunbar. Maybe if Joseph Randall doesn't get arrested again, he could always be back next year. So see you later. And then there were rumblings that maybe he could maybe go uh, meet with the Eagles. And I started to feel like, ugh. And now it looks like at, as of this taping, it is not a done deal that he's going to sign with the Eagles, but very possible that by the end of today, he could be with Philadelphia. And quite frankly, I'd like to vomit because there are 32 teams in the NFL. And if this guy's going to end up with the only, I don't give it goes to the Redskins. I don't care about the Giants. You can't go to the Eagles. I don't care if Sam Bradford's your college roommate. This is just another example of why you can't get too attached to these teams anymore, or these players. Right. It used to be, I, this always happened in baseball. And the one thing I used to love about football, the difference was, for the most part, guys would stay on a team for their whole careers. Or something would happen like Boomer at the end of his career, you go to Arizona, Emmett Smith going to Arizona, at the tail end of careers. Now it's like, especially looking this year, the way free agency is and how it's going to be from here on out. It's just every year, every two years, guys are going to switch teams. And yet this, the game and the sport is as popular as ever. And the reason for that, quite frankly, is the fantasy football. I mean, I look at like a kid like my son. He's going to be, I told him last night that DeMarco Murray might end up in the Eagles. And he was like, you got to be kidding. But at the same time, his next question was, does that mean I can't get him on fantasy football? Because we have a rule in my house. We do not draft Eagles or Redskins. Just the way it is. I don't care if Robert Griffin III is the greatest quarterback ever. We do not take him. And so that was his next question. I'm like, you know what? Let's We'll deal with that in August. I can't deal with that now. What about this idea I have, Jerry? Every year, everyone's a free agent. What the and, hell? And there's a draft. Why not? That would be, you know how huge the ratings Ugh. would be if there was a one-night yeah. team draft where yes. every team went and you got Here. to pick the stars? For the masses, you're right. Here's the problem. And this, to me, is like the problem with places like Madison Square Garden now and even other arenas, they are finding ways to, while they are growing the sport in leaps and bounds, 
all over the place. They are killing the real hardcore fan. And to this, for, and my example to this is like as someone like myself, who while I like doing the fantasy football, fact of the matter is I'm still watching a Cowboy game because I want the Cowboys to win. I don't care about the fantasy stats. There are other people that don't give a damn about the Cowboys. They say they do, but when it comes to fantasy football. Now, if they got Adrian Peterson from the Vikings and the Cowboys lose and Peterson goes for 900 yards, they're still happy. That's no, no, no. Now, what was the rumor about that? I, I kept hearing Adrian Peterson to the Cowboys. Where are we at with that, Jerry? Well, remember, Jerry Jones would like to have him. Adrian Peterson told him he'd like to play for them. The, I mean, they had the possible tampering charges, if you remember, going back to some point, maybe week four, week five of last year. He doesn't want to be back with the Vikings, but to get him, the Cowboys would have to trade for him. So I don't know. I, but if they lose to Marco Murray, I don't know what they're doing for a running back. They're probably going to have to draft one or I they get Peterson. I'm not sure if Boomer said this off the air or it was a conversation I was having with him on the uh, off the air or on the air uh, where he was saying about the Cowboys know that they kind of ran DeMarco Murray into the ground last season and probably this year will not be as good as he was last year. So then who steps up for your Cowboys? Who's going to get the ball 9,000 times this year? I, like I just said, I don't know. Oh, you don't I, know. I just said, I think it was Lance Dunbar. Could be Joseph Randall. They could draft someone, or it could be Adrian Peterson. The thing about, here's the one misnomer, though, about all the touches and running him into the ground. He didn't get hit as much as he usually does because he was running through gaping holes created by the offensive line. So I agree in most cases for whatever reason now, unlike when we grew up in the, in the 80s and 90s when guys ran the ball 27, 35 times a game, it's different. It's a different game. Maybe the bodies aren't as durable. I don't know. But can you tell I'm upset about that? Yes, I'm actually upset angry. about this now. I didn't think I would be. It was kind of like when I put my cat down. I didn't think I was going to be that upset because she was sick, and then it happened, and I was upset. I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. Let's talk about this then, Jerry. You love golf. <sighs> so there's a golf course in Florida yesterday, and we had talked about this the other day actually on this podcast about how there's, uh, there's alligators on golf courses in Florida because they just go yes. to any body of water. Body of water, yep. So yesterday or the day before, this golf course in Florida had tweeted out a picture of this gigantic alligator on their course. I mean, this thing looked like a dinosaur, like a yeah. prehistoric gigantic alligator. Well, ever since they, they posted that on their Facebook, they're getting a lot more people wanting to play golf there because they have alligators there. Let's go run to the dinosaur. And I actually saw a video of a golfer taking, you know what, you know, when you, you hit in the sand, they have those yeah. rakes. Yeah. This golfer was shoving the gator back into the water with the rake because he because the ball was near the gator. <laughs> and the gator, instead of turning around eating the guy, went right in the water. Well, you gotta like remember gator one, boys. You got to remember one thing, Al. Golf is a game of honor, and quite frankly, you have to play it as it lies. The gator was impeding his path to the ball. Get out of I would never, ever. I could lose two balls. I could lose both my balls. I will drop another ball. Yes. And just play it from there. You can't go near these things. I have no interest in going anywhere near, near gators or pit bulls. To me, that'd be like there's a pit bull on the ninth hole. <laughs> well, An angry pit bull. <laughs> it's the same thing to me. Yeah, the difference is the pit bull or a wild animal that's going to attack you is going to attack you. The thing with the gators is they look so calm and so peaceful. They hiss. And bang. Well, they hiss. Do they hiss? Yeah, they're hissers. I didn't know that. I'm not a hisser. I wouldn't know that. Yeah. I just I told you the story of mine with a crocodile, and, and it was, I don't know if it was this big, but I remember just feeling like almost paralyzed, like, holy crap, look at this thing. If yeah. this thing comes after us. What do we do? Now I know I just have to wrestle it and hold his mouth shut. Hold as his mouth me. shut because they have no power to open their mouths. Which is really remarkable that it's got as much force coming down. but 2,000 pounds coming down. Isn't that something? It's like an anvil dropping. Yes. And nothing going up. Nope.
It's like the revert. Never mind. You just wrap his mouth shut, Jerry, and then wrestle. But you do have to, even if you uh, wrestle an alligator to keep his mouth closed that you could do easily, he could still whip you with his tail. So there's really no way. That's what makes that show you were talking about so mindless. And I come back to when I said Gator to you, boys. Yeah, and I'll come back to how do you ever wrestle that first gator and survive it? Right. And say, oh, by the way, after you do it, say, I'd like to do this again. What you don't want is the gator to take you into the water. Because then what they do, Jerry, is they'll they take you underwater and try to drown you. They take you underwater and spin you. Really? Yeah, they spin and they they keep you spinning with them, and then you're dead because they drown they, you. Then they'll eat you. And then they'll eat your lifeless yeah. body. Yes. Okay, and this has bones. been awesome. This has been uplifting. Demarco Murray probably the Eagles and getting eaten by alligators. That's great. Uh, let's talk funny. Uh, Will Ferrell's funny, and today he's in Arizona, and he's going from, I don't have all the teams in front of him, but I know he's playing for the Diamondbacks, he can play for the Giants, and he's going to play all nine positions, and I believe it's either five or six games, and I think what he's doing is really cool. They're actually going to keep all his, I don't know, I guess it's memorabilia, but it's basically his clothes and his hats and his cleats and everything. They're going to sell it off for charity, which is pretty neat in what he's doing. Is it goofy? Yes. And at first when I heard the story, I'm thinking, what is this guy? What movie is he promoting now? Or what is he shooting? What movie is he shooting? And then when I heard the end of the story, I liked it a lot better. So I'm kind of into it. I would love to go from stadium to stadium because I think he's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if you like this or not or you think this is pretty stupid. I don't like this idea because oh, okay, I feel like uh, the spring training is there for a reason, right? So guys are fighting for jobs. Now this guy's going to come play third base, you know, on my team when I'm, I want to well, be the third baseman. Hold on. But it was okay when Billy Crystal batted in the Yankee game. No, I don't like that either. Oh, you didn't like that. I don't go for that stuff. I mean, Jerry, I take Michael my... Jordan tried. But he wanted to be a, a real, know, like I'm... if Will Ferrell was like, I'm going to be a baseball player, then I'm in. But otherwise, it seems kind of silly. And even who's buying they, that stuff? Even like, if they, well, you have a lot. Listen, Will Ferrell has a lot of fans worldwide. So I would think if Will Ferrell, if Will Ferrell's on Twitter, right? Yeah. How many followers do you think he has? I know he's not on Twitter, so you don't have to check. He's not on there's Twitter? Not a, no, there's a bunch of fake Will Ferrells. Oh, the real man. Will Ferrell is not on Twitter. But All even right. the fake Will Ferrells have a lot of followers. So the real Will Ferrell would have a ton. True. That is true. But they're not going to sell his memorabilia. I guess my point is if he ends up raising millions of dollars yes. for a good charity, I get what you're saying. This is like a place of business for these guys, and they are trying to work on their craft. But you know what? You do something for good, so be it. And it doesn't bother me so much. It's kind of like, to be quite honest, it's it's very equal to when we sell our jerseys for charity. Right. Right? We have no problem with no that. No problem with that. No. Help everybody. Help everybody. Jerry, some of the hockey fans were a little miffed with me on uh, Twitter today and yeah. uh, on the phone because uh, while we didn't talk hockey, we did talk sod hmm. and fonts on Microsoft Word. We were talking about how there's all these different fonts on Microsoft Word, and then yeah. we did the uh, Mount Rushmore fonts. <laughs> I'm more of an Arial guy. I like that. Times New Roman, Arial. Yeah. Um, where do you stand on fonts? And also, what font is too big for you? Like, I, I'll go as high as a 14 font. I think, well, I think 16. 16. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, 16 to me is when it gets too That's big. That's too much. Yes. I like I liked the uh, narrow italic. Oh, that's good. I yeah, think that one's kind of good. Yeah, I like that one. And I like Baskerville in your old face. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, that one's a really good one. I, now, use, I actually write my scripts here in that one. That's the only reason I know it. Now, we, uh, when I was in high school, I was using a typewriter. But when I got to college, computers were invented. Sure. Uh, did you used to play that game where if you needed a five-page paper, you would go, instead of a 10 font, you might go, well, make this 11. Yeah, not a, double spacing. Yeah. Of course. But if you went 11, a lot of people would go 12. If you go, If you step up from 10 to 12 font, 
that looks Big like difference. this guy's cheating. You go from 10 to 11, it's questionable. That's interesting. No, I never actually did that. Never bright enough to do that. That's yeah. a great idea to tell my son about that. Yeah, and, that, and you would also uh, make the margins a little bigger on the left and right. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're writing a narrow little yeah. newspaper column. Yes, yeah, so a narrow newspaper column. <laughs> that is great. No, I, w- I had never done that before, but mm. I also had never heard of many of the fonts you guys were talking There's about. There's too today. many. No one's using them. That was my point. Well, like, then why do we have them? Because Microsoft Word likes to be uh, a braggadocious and think that they have a lot of different fonts that we want to use. Like Viner Hand ITC. I'm pulling them up now. Yeah, no what one wants that. What the hell is that? No one wants that. How about Tempest Sans IT? What does ITC stand for? I don't know. Maybe italics. Snap ITC. Doesn't look like italics. Sago. The the one I use every day when I write up our topic sheet, yeah. I use the Arial Bold. And Bold. It's well. The, I don't bold it myself. There's an actual font called Arial Bold, so I will use that one. Interesting. I and because I feel here. like I feel like that on a list for Craig and Boomer to look at stands out. You know what stands out to me? Broadway. Broadway. That's nice. Broadway is actually very cool, and you don't even need to go bold because of the way it is, and you also the brush script. I'm liking this. You know what you could do with the brush script? You can write your name, and that could be your new signature. Oh, I have. I always wondered how people have an actual signature in their email. Me too. I think we just figured it out. Bold script. I might start doing that starting now. Right now. As in now. Yes. Now? Now. Jerry, here's something I noticed I want to get your take on. So uh, Boomer is one of these guys with a giant wallet. Like, it's just very thick. Craig's also got a nice thick wallet. (laughs) And they both wear their wallets, keep their wallets in their back pocket, in Mm. their tight jeans. When they're sitting down, which I cannot figure out how you do that. Very uncomfortable. Like, I have a very thin, small wallet right here, Jerry. I keep this in my front pocket. Yeah. Originally, my thought was, well, back in the day, I was afraid to come into New York with a wallet in my back pocket for fear that it would be pickpocketed. Yes. So I went with this thin wallet that I keep in the front of my of my pants. All you need in a wallet is credit card, driver's license, and that's really about it. I don't even have a wallet. The money I put in the other pocket, separate. I don't understand these guys with the giant wallets. Uh, I thought we kind of figured that out with George Costanza 25 years ago. Right. Well, he yeah. Well, he had everything in that wallet. Yes. But what are guys keeping in their wallets? Uh, I can tell you what. First of all, I'm like you. Wallet front side. Front I side. Do not, not in not in the back pocket. Right. Uh, and I do not carry a wallet. I carry, I don't know what the hell this is called. It's like a card holder. Basically. So all I have are debit cards, insurance cards, and my license. Because that way, so, if you lose that, you don't I'm, lose every, Well, I guess I'm you do kind lose of everything. If I lose you are I would, Yes. You say, I'm, yeah. I'm talking my license. My I have two debit cards for two different accounts. I have credit must cards. be nice. Two debit accounts. Someone's no. doing pretty well here at FAN, <laughs> Columbia. Listen, not as good as other people that don't even have to check to find out if they got paid or not because they got money coming out their rear end. Yeah, you didn't like that I uh, had asked you one day, Are we? do we get paid today? Not that I didn't like it. You but found it, it strange. I was taken aback by it. Like, wow. That I wasn't not even looking for my money. No. We get paid. I'm like, all right, I want to make sure it's there. What was the amount? Let me get it into the checkbook. Bill's got to be paid. Tuition's got to get out. You're like... We get paid last week. Oh, I mean, yeah. have you not needed money for the last seven days? Well, then you said it must be great to be single. Right, because... Less bills. Yes. I certainly have bills, a mortgage, I, there's you know, no, car I payment. I never said but you're, you're right. living for free. I don't know how married guys like you have any money to spend. I have money to spend because I work four jobs. 
Yeah, but you've got two kids. Two kids, yes. So the kids are expensive. They uh, eat food and everything. You know what's interesting about that? School. Yes, I have found out that kids are, they tell you when you have kids, you're, oh, it's so expensive. And I remember the first couple of years when Matthew was, I'm like, this ain't that expensive. You ain't got diapers. All right, fine. Baby food's cheap. But then they get older. And for me, since I put my kids uh, in a different school, uh, I have to pay tuition, which is ridiculous. The medical is ridiculous. Um, just, I got to get, now that I have kids, I have life insurance, which is stupid. For you? Yeah. I mean, so, the, yeah, it's 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 very expensive. It's not fun. So life insurance is if something happens to you, your kids get taken care of. Um, I, yes, correct. If something happens to me or my wife, for the most part, they will be fine. All the debts will be settled, and they will not have to worry about much. Now, when you get life insurance, uh, and, and let's say something unfortunately happened mm-hmm. to you, Jerry, they would get payments every year or a big lump uh, I sum? I don't know the answer to that. We we did sign off on what we did, but we did it like eight years ago, and I don't know. And how do these life insurance companies, how are they able to pay these big sums of money for people? Because the, because the uh, death rate is so low yearly compared to the amount of policies they have, and they put it in uh, accounts that grow at a decent rate. So if you only have, if you're Al Duke's insurance and only four people die and you pay out, let's say, $4 million that year for policies— and you've got 17,000 accounts, and you're taking in a few hundred dollars every month times 17,000, you're making money, and you're making money in the interest, and it does the chan- actually the work The chances out. of you dying right now, not good. Which is why my term life insurance is very low, but my entire I have uh, whole life insurance, and I have term life insurance. The term is like nothing because of my age. The entire life insurance is not cheap. And if you did die now after having this conversation, this would probably go up the charts, this podcast. I'd be I would like, think I think we'd be one, uh, and you very, better tweet the hell out of it. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, yesterday Jerry and I on the podcast talked about him dying in life insurance. Well, turned out I, he died, and now here's the episode. If I die, I'm going to kill you. Now, who would I, I got get? little kids. Who would I get to do your part? Like, tomorrow, who would oh, do think, the show? Well, clearly, you get Tommy. He's Tommy. hysterical. Yeah. All right, Bob. No, he leaves. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, there you go. All right, do a search or something, like a listener Twitter search. Put like an ad on Craigslist or yeah, something? Yeah, well, you or get you weirdos on I would tweet it out probably. Right. bring someone in and be like, oh, it'd be awesome. Get someone hilarious. The post game phenom. Oh, I like that, Jerry. This is it. By the way, can I do this if you die? How about we're only talking about me? Oh, right. If I die? Yes. Um. Yeah, I would. I think get, I'm doing it solo. Yeah, I don't want do it solo. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not really. I don't know who you would get to do this. I, to to bring what I bring to the table, Jared. I'm not sure who would do and that. And quite frankly, I'm taking over your other podcast and my first interview, Craig. Nice. Hopefully Good luck get getting them. Jerry, we're out of time. All right, I'll see you. It's enough of your life insurance policy. stars of the show, Al and Jerry.